0: The stories of Southern black women are breathtakingly illuminated at Signature Theatre in a soaring musical based on the acclaimed novel and film The Color Purple. Featuring DC superstar Nova Y. Payton as Sealy and the voices Frenchie Davis, The Color Purple is filled with jazz, gospel, and blues music, performed by a cast of 16 and a live orchestra. Bring the whole family to see this Tony-winning musical live on stage now through October 9th at Signature Theatre. Get tickets today at sigtheater.org. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply. Stop. Stop. out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who
1: started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading,
2: and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school.
0: Text KID to 323232.
2: Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor.
1: Excuse me, that was me. <laughs> Wait a minute, let's see if I can do it again. No. Aww. Who's the chair? I, I don't call, know if it picked up or not. I
3: was going to call you Eric Swalwell. Yeah. <laughs> or whose show was he on?
2: Uh, oh, Chris Matthews. Yeah. Hardball. Yeah. There's, this is going to turn into that, isn't it? You guys are just going to talk the whole Chris time. Chris
3: Matthews. Oh, you got It's a Remain Seated podcast with special guests this week. Two of them. And uh, Bill and I just started talking like we do a show because we do a show together. Mm-hmm. The Radio from Hell show on X96. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Check us out.
2: And we're making you both do it again.
1: Yeah, great. Thanks. <laughs> well, Bill is
3: nice enough to come back to record.
1: <sighs> <Okay. laughs>
3: I feel bad because he's had a rough week.
1: Yes, I have.
3: He's, he, ha- he had surgery. I've had a like rough
1: couple of years.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I should have asked you a couple of years ago to be on my yeah.
1: podcast. But You should have asked me right off like I asked you. You did. Very early on in my, and, and now, today, you've asked me, but I'm not even the featured player.
3: No, the featured player is my daughter, Jonesy. Hi. Jonesy is 13, almost 14. Almost 14. And uh, the reason, she's here with you, Bill. We'll have you back
1: for another this that- is an ambush show, isn't it? <laughs> this is where you all gang up on me and say, Bill, it's time you get some help. We're going to put you in a sanitarium of some sort and you can dry out. And
3: It's an intervention. Yeah. We love you. Mm-hmm. We're here because we love you.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, we are here because we love you. Um, there was something in the news this week that we talked about a little bit on our show, but not a lot. And I I know you didn't hear us talk about it, Jonesy, but you just brought it up to me in the car the other day, and tell everybody what you brought up.
4: Okay, so we were discussing the new phrase, okay, boomer, which is a phrase used by, like, kids nowadays as kind of a joke to, I guess, Mm -hmm. make fun of people who are part of the the people
1: like
2: boom. me? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were accepting of everybody. I don't no. understand. That's, I don't that's either. the
4: point of the phrase is to kind of make fun of people who don't accept.
2: Isn't that kind of ironic?
3: <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> so the boomer generation, I printed this out.
1: Okay, what is it? Because I was curious. It's from like... What years, 55 to...
3: No, so the boomer generation is people born 1946 to 1964. Yeah, it's I'm a pretty in there. wide yeah. range. And then...
1: Oh, You um, know why they call them the boomers, or does it have it there? It doesn't, but... Uh, they're called baby boomers because it was it was guys coming back from the war and Korea, and they were making babies. We've been gone for a while. There was a big... Yeah, There, I mean, there was a dearth of babies, and then all of a sudden there was a boom in babies.
3: Then the next generation is my generation, Generation X, which was 1965 to 1979. Now, I thought you were a millennial festus.
2: I'm just barely, I think I missed it by a year. I was born in 97. I think millennials ended in 96.
3: No, they they go from 1980 to 1994.
2: Oh, 94. Okay, I missed
3: it by a few. So technically, you and Jonesy Hey, we're the same generation. Yeah. Hey. And they're calling that. Now I've never seen this before. They're calling it the i generation.
1: Yeah, like iPhone i. Eye. <laughs> <laughs> like the i, we've got our eye on you, yeah. generation.
3: Which is uh, 95 to 2012, and you were 2006. Yeah, and. I found this article about uh, what describes your generation, the two Jonesy's of you. generation. And, we did a lot of research, research <laughs> on this,
2: Mom. You got a lot of paperwork there.
3: Yeah. Uh, people of your generation, and this is what you were telling me, are much more tolerant of others, different cultures, sexual orientations, races. Talk about that a little bit.
4: Um, I just think like as part of Gen Z or what was it? Igen? Igen. Gen. <laughs>
3: That's a new
2: brand of computers.
4: (laughs) Made by Apple. Um, It's kind of just, just in general, I think we're all just more accepting of others, and it's not that weird to be different in any Mm -hmm. sort of way, like religion-wise, sexual Mm orientation-wise, like any of that. And I think we're just like a lot more accepting, I guess.
1: I would agree with that. I see it.
3: This also says they're more cautious, less risk-taking.
1: Probably. Probably. I have I have one in my house as well.
3: Yeah. Just a yeah. degree, I guess. Cause... How, how old's your daughter?
1: 15.
3: So, yeah, that's pretty close to Yeah. So what's a millennial again? The, the ages are um, 1980
1: to 94. So they're how old now?
3: So they said the youngest person that's a millennial, this is a very helpful chart, yeah. by the way, mm-hmm. is 25. The yeah. oldest is 39.
1: Okay. All right.
3: Um, less drinking and drug taking in high school for your generation. Yeah, <laughs> I <just> hey,
1: <laughs> depends on the school you go to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the one you're going no... to is going to be bad. So
2: <laughs> Jonesy, <laughs> that's going to be hard.
4: <laughs> it's just, I mean, I guess there sort of is less drinking, but I mean, there's no way to completely avoid it. So like, it's always going to be there, but I think there's probably less.
2: Maybe
1: I could come to your school and drink it. My, my, uh, my daughter and her, uh. Her friends don't, they don't drink, smoke. They, they're they very, let's not do that.
3: You're a more cautious generation. Yeah. Uh, less teen pregnancy, we'll hope for that. hmm You won't have to worry about that. Oh, good. Fewer runaways, do I have to worry about that? Uh,
1: probably. She's out of here. <laughs> when you're, the next time your back's turned.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, this is interesting. Delaying driving and fewer teen driving accidents. hmm um, your son well, delayed driving a little bit.
1: No, no, no. You know? He, he kind of got on it because my wife doesn't want, didn't like driving him to school. And I think my daughter, the 15 year old, uh, I, I don't know if she's going to want to drive or not, but I have, I have observed that in other people of that age that they, it's not that important to them for like some reason.
3: Like people your age kind of were weird about learning to drive, right?
1: Yeah. I had a few people
2: in my high school class that didn't get their licenses ready. One, one guy made it until, like, 20 without mm. a driver's
1: license. Yeah. I think that's fairly common. Yeah.
3: Uh, more likely to use Instagram than Facebook. That's true. You don't have a Facebook page.
4: No. I think... Good for you. It's like a stereotype that's, like, people over, like, I don't know, 35 only have Facebook and no one under. I mean, obviously, that's not true. But <laughs> it's
1: because younger people don't like stereotype. reading. They like the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, none of this describes me at that age. None of this describes me at the age they are.
3: Yeah, I wonder if so, boomers were different. So at-
1: so maybe that's where we want to go with this? I don't know where you want to yeah. go with this. But, you know, when people say, when somebody of your age says, okay, boomer, in a disdainful way, or perhaps, or it's meant as an insult, I guess. It's
4: kind of just, it's it's like... It started off as, like, a serious phrase to be, like, okay, we don't really care about old people's opinions anymore. Mm -hmm. But now it's more of, like, a joke among the young people. Mm -hmm. It's, like, when an older person, it doesn't, like, technically have to be part of that generation.
0: Mm
1: -hmm.
4: It's just to say, like older people yeah. when they express their opinions however you say like okay boomer just, yeah, just,
1: you're, do you're, like... just sit down gramps yeah that's essentially yeah, what exactly. it means yeah. so i think that's the the, the the and i forget the circumstance that it happened in but when it happened so a younger person was giving a speech and some old guy in the audience said something and she looked at him and went okay boomer um and it was a good put down at that moment it was a good put down yeah but uh, I don't know. You're probably talking to the wrong Boomer <laughs> if you want to. If you want to, I mean, because
3: uh... you're cause you're a pretty liberal. I think a lot of people, Boomers, you think of because when we were talking about, um, like, say, sexual orientation. I think that's an interesting um, one for your generation, Jonesy. You have a lot of friends. Talk about your friends that are. LGBTQ and how they're treated. And out them. <laughs> you forgot the plus, Mom. More options.
4: LGBTQ plus, Mom. Well, I have two kids in my class. One is trans and one is uh, gay.
1: I guess you can't out them, really. They're out. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, no, they are. No, yeah,
4: completely. But um, it's, it's just there's no problem with it. No mm-hmm. one cares. No one yeah. looked at them differently. That's and, great. Yeah, they don't. It's not An issue. I don't think it's not a serious issue. There's no bullying or anything. I just think, but that I can only speak for my tiny little twenty-five. Well,
1: there's not any bullying uh, among your group of friends, but I bet talk to them. I'll bet they've been bullied elsewhere.
4: Oh no, they're like my good friends. Like I. Well, have they? they, Haven't they
1: been bullied someplace, or or do they live in a cotton bubble?
4: They, well, our school is like very tiny, so Mm -hmm. there's. If there was any bullying about it, I would know.
1: What about like on the internet stuff too? Yeah, but, but too, or like going out, going into stores, going, going, you know, out into the, the, the real world, not the little insulated place that your school.
4: Not that I'm aware of, at least. Like, obviously, the trans person is going to get mistaken, obviously, because mm-hmm. they're still young and they don't have, mm-hmm. you know, but.
1: Don't have, you know, you know, those parts.
4: (laughs) I just mean, like, not to my knowledge. Mm -hmm. I don't know of any, like, serious issues that they've had.
1: I I would be surprised if they hadn't, because particularly in the climate that we have now, there are, you see, part of the reason I, uh, this is my theory, and it's probably a lot of other people have said it, that because the reason Donald Trump exists and all of that exists is because they're looking at you guys and they're going, I am scared shitless of these people. Those old those old fuckers are scared of you. They're they're afraid. They're afraid of these people, these kids. But, you know, my my daughter has transgender friends, friends who are gender fluid. She's 15 years old. Now, when I was 15, that didn't exist. I mean, it you did know about it, it did. But we, uh, there was a guy in college, actually, his name was Clark, and he, uh, at, at Clark at one point, he was an odd guy, and he. we were all drunk one time, and he said, you know, when I'm at home, I like to dress in my mother's d- underwear. <laughs> well, I went, what? Yeah, well, I just like the way it feels. I put it on, <laughs> and, you know, and we're all kind of going, oh. I mean, we weren't, we, we didn't, we weren't mean to him or anything. It was just like, what? What the hell are you talking about, Clark? You know? Yeah. Um, my mom's underwear is great. I guess I shouldn't be talking about this, <laughs> you know.
3: But I mean, we're on the cusp of maybe having a gay president. I mean, he—he he right now, Pete Buttigieg is leading in the polls. Okay, That's, I don't
1: pronounce I, <laughs> I don't have any problem with Pete being being gay. I have problems that the only thing he's ever done is is run a city of uh, uh, you know two hundred fifty thousand people. That's my problem. With You're
3: him. being sarcastic.
1: No, I'm that not. Is your problem? With him? He has zero experience. He was, he was in the military. He was, and he's the, he's the mayor of Great Bend. <laughs> Great Bend, South Bend, South Bend, wow. South Bend. One of the bends. Yeah, a bend. I've got a friend that is working on his campaign out there, actually. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I like him. It is. Don't get me wrong, I like him. I think he's really uh, he's bright and and I like his answers to things. And maybe a president without it, but we have a president without experience in there now, and that's not going well. But but to to what you were saying about
3: being scared of their generation. Mm-hmm that they wouldn't think twice about voting
1: for somebody if they were gay or probably not. No. And that's scary to the mm-hmm. establishment. Yeah. yeah. They look at you guys, people, my age, not me, but people, my age, look at you guys. Some do. You see there, there's a good portion of my generation who are like me. They grew, we were liberal, uh, we were much more sexually adventurous than your generation. We did drugs we did we did anything we could get our hands on. You know it was let 's just go for it let 's experience life to the fullest let 's just get out there and have as many wow, that sounds interesting let 's try that and it was uh, and I did it all. I did all that kind of stuff, and I stay and i 've stayed basically a hippie. At heart, even though I make a good living and I drive nice cars and but uh, but that's kind of, you know, that and sometimes I feel cynical about, you know, that that I'm that I'm a a traitor, that I'm a fraud somehow, you know, you know,
3: you've just reached a different point in your life.
1: Yeah, and that that's that happens. And I just uh, but I think I'm lucky that I haven't um, let a scab grow over my soul. And that I don't, that I don't not feel stuff. But there are a lot of people who did.
3: You know, Jonesy, and not just her, but her a lot of her friends are very engaged in the political process. They pay <laughs> attention to what's going on, and like I don't remember at her age really having any idea who was running for president or no, what they were talking about.
1: I remember at the, probably the age of, geez, I don't know how old I was. Maybe your age. No, I was probably twelve and i think that's when kennedy was assassinated
3: which is the anniversary today by the way the oh, you're 22nd right. yeah. of oh, yeah. we
1: forgot I to kept, talk about that on our other show i kept looking at the november 22nd going what why am i looking... there's something
3: mhm
1: yeah yeah uh, but i remember that and being sort that made made me sort of more aware of politics and what was going on in the world but you know what i do, let me just, I, I don't like so I don't know if people of your generation, Jonesy, do this, but millennials certainly do. There's this there's this liberal left intolerance for things uh, like um, uh, not having uh, speakers on campus. You know, they 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 drum out right wing speakers like they'll invite somebody who's right wing to speak at campus. Now, I don't mean ex- extremists and and fascists and 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 Nazis, they I don't want them speaking on campus. But people who who are right wing speakers or conservative speakers, and they'll 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 protest against it or try to keep them off campus. That's that's they should let them in, and you should listen to what they have to say, even if you don't agree with it. Or um, uh, it, it's or people tr- trigger words. That whole concept kind of bothers me. You know, where people say, we've got to be careful, we might say something that'll trigger, and, and I think people go overboard with that kind of thing. And I, that's more of a millennial thing, probably.
3: Black Velvet Boutique is a trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any question, help you find what you need. Good communication is key to healthy relationships, especially when it comes to sex. Go in and see them. 595 South State Street in Clearfield. Tell them Gina sent you for some special discounts. Locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, Black Velvet Boutique. What do you think about listening to people that you don't agree with?
4: I think as, like, Gen Z, I think we do try to do... I think, I think we try to listen to as much as possible and then counteract it with fact also intertwined with opinion. Mm-hmm. So we... I feel like instead of saying silent, we would much rather have a conversation with someone we disagree with and then work it out between the two of us. And like, obviously, there are differing opinions on everything within Gen Z. But I feel like we are much more open to discussing different opinions and like learning about different things, other than to sticking what we were taught. Good. Like our our. Opinions are mm. the only right opinions, all that kind of stuff.
1: Because you, you know what I'm talking about, you'll find people on college campuses today, right? And they'll they'll try to keep certain speakers from coming I, to campus. I and, like when Ben Shapiro came to, oh yeah, you. yeah, and it's I Ben example. Shapiro, I man, I just that's a good example. I don't like Ben Shapiro one bit, but if he was it, he was invited to speak by a a group on campus, and you know, either don't go or go and listen. You better know what these people are talking about, I mean, so that you know how to combat them. I mean, you you
3: say how much you hate Facebook, and we've had this conversation Mm -hmm. before. But one of the reasons I keep it is we have family and friends that feel very differently than i do about some things and i like having that window into that world to see what they to see what they think i didn't have that
2: before the internet you just you know at family dinner it came out once in a while but now it's whenever they have the thought they put it out there and you can see it and go oh, i disagree with that or that makes sense or
1: you know what i like though i and i hope you're this way i i hope it's too many people of my generation and your mom's generation uh have kind of given up on things to a certain extent. And I try not to do that. Um, you know, we hear people say all the time, you know, oh, that you know, this is impeachment, it's just not going to matter. None of this is going to matter. Nothing will matter. It's just going to happen. And we, uh, you know, I wish we could do something about it, but it's not going to matter. Um I I have this little glimmer of hope in myself all the time that, you know, maybe let's do it because maybe somebody's going to go, You somebody on the other side is going to go, that's right. This is wrong. This is wrong. Somebody will step up. If you don't do it, if you say, well, it's not going to matter. If you don't do it, then, then you, they just get away with it.
3: I think your generation, Jonesy, and you do this to me all the time with... It, about taking an action is what you're talking about, not just sitting back, you know, mm-hmm. like like Chick Fil A and like oh. <laughs> mom.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. what do you? <laughs> it's chicken. <laughs> I I kind of agree, I, I kind of agree with you uh, ch- uh fast as chicken, uh, Chick Fil A. You know,
3: but to the point of yeah. though but but. but when you feel strongly about something, taking an action.
1: It's a good chicken sandwich. It is is a good, I'm not going to turn myself <laughs> yeah.
2: down to a good chicken sandwich. <laughs> yeah.
3: But what did you just say to me in the car? Oh, yeah, that I'm okay with
4: eating at Chick-fil-A now because I think...
1: They changed.
4: Well, yeah, because like if you're supporting a company that funds these mm-hmm. programs, and, yeah. well, then obviously you're making the problem worse, mm-hmm. but now that they've gotten the, like, the attention mm-hmm. stuff for changing... I think it'll be a lot better than.
1: Yeah, I mean, sure. something they somebody in that organization went. You know, we're losing a lot of money because the the gay people aren't coming here to eat chicken sandwiches. We, it was an economic decision.
3: Or the or the people okay. or the people that support gay people aren't coming. Yeah, was- and, their, and, their they and their and their families change their minds. Oh. I don't think it was that at all. I'm sorry. What is it called, Jonesy? I'm saying you're wrong.
4: They're called allies. People that support LGBTQ yeah. community are called allies.
3: I will
2: walk in there with a rainbow flag T-shirt and buy my chicken sandwich. Well, y- y- you know, you
1: could have done that before. They won't throw. They wouldn't throw you out. No. It, it's a, it was a, it. was always an interesting dichotomy to me too, because Chick Fil A employed people who are gay. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't well, they're turn. They're the most cheerful. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Stereotyping. My pleasure. <laughs> my pleasure. Yes. My pleasure. Enjoy. <laughs> uh, and they, uh, and they, and they employ, they employed gay people, and they served gay people. They, they didn't turn them away at the door. So, um,
2: you know. And I apply the same thing to that as like. You're making my chicken. Your political views don't have anything to do with the product. The chicken still tastes the same. Just like if there's a singer that I like, I don't care about your religious views. I like your uh, song.
1: Well, you know. know like Unless Jonesy
3: that's was,
2: the subject matter of most of your Like Jonesy values, was saying,
3: but. though, what, what happens with the money part of it.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, like if like the whole company chooses where the money goes and if the money is being sent to anti-this.
1: Yeah, if it's been used to support anti-gay. uh, Causes, then I think that is a reason to maybe boycott them.
4: Yeah, I I do. People spoke up that they changed Mm -hmm. their.
1: Just as people have boycotted the Radio from Hell show, (laughs) (laughs) and look what happened to that. They have.
3: (laughs) You vote with your wallet. Mm -hmm. I mean, we say that all the time. Vote with your wallet. I just like the chicken. They've got good. It's good chicken.
1: You still eat it. But you get off the damn chicken. It's (laughs) no. I'm (laughs) passionate
3: about the chicken. It's good. It is. It's good chicken. Yeah. So you said a lot on our radio show bill that you we've had our chance. G- give Jonesy that we've had our chance
1: speech. Oh, we we've, we've we've already done I'm dying soon. You guys are taking over. And and I'm all for it. Go great, do it. And do a better job than we did and um you know, we we got it this far and and then there there's been a stumble recently. Um you know, I mean, America has has never been perfect. It's far from it. Has it strived toward perfection? Um, I'd like to think so, but oh boy, I get cynical sometimes about that. But um, just you know, we've had our chance. It's your turn. Go ahead, do it. Get do better than we did. I I'm ready to. I'll listen to anything you have to say i i i will listen to anything a, a millennial or a, an i generation person will ha, will have to say because i've had my say
4: i think a lot of people your age like while we as younger people appreciate the fact that some of you can listen to us and give it to us as like our turn to do it mm-hmm. you guys still have a lot of the power so I think you can listen to ideas and then put that into.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. What'd you say? No. <laughs> sorry. I wasn't listening. I <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah, that's yeah. Um, although don't say you guys have the power because because I have none. <laughs> I have zero. Yeah. But the generation. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. If if they'll stop and listen and they should. Yeah. Yeah.
4: But just taking those just like stopping, listening, hearing what people have to say and then making those into actions and making them a reality instead of just a thought.
1: Some people are hearing it. You know who's hearing it? Wayne LaPierre, the head of the NRA. He's that he's scared to death. He is scared to death by the youth movement. That's why he's become even more strident. Mm-hmm. He's become spittle coming out of his mouth and and yelling, but he's scared to death of the youth movement saying, "You know, we're, we're tired of being shot in schools. We're tired of it." He's scared to death of that. And that and and Donald Trump and his ilk, he Donald Trump, I don't it, the people who elected Donald Trump, that's are scared. They're scared of you.
4: Yeah.
1: And they don't want to listen to you. And what they hear is what you'll use any bathroom you need a name on the bathroom you need a oh you can't how can you do that oh my god there's homos moving in next door and there's a black person over there who might be a homo you know I, I mean it's just they're scared to death that's why Donald Trump got elected and they and you know they're scared to death because their way of life is dying uh not just them physically but but uh, but a lot of that Rust Belt stuff, you know, the coal mines, the steel industry, those poor and, the, and I, those poor people. I mean, God, you know, they've had they've had it horrible. There's no doubt about it. So they got to find somebody to blame, and Donald Trump keys into that and and helps them do it. Helps them blame it, blame blame immigrants. Yeah, and, it doesn't help them, but helps them have someone to yeah. blame. Helps them blame, helps them find it. Yeah, I ah, you're right. You're right. It's those Mexicans. I, you know, I had breakfast with a Mexican this morning. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was pretty. It was he. You know, he eats like a a human being. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think that's a good place to wrap it up.
2: All right. If really? you want to yeah. um, give us your opinions on anything that was discussed in today's episode, you can go to our Twitter or Instagram at Remain Seated Pod, or email Gina at X96.com.
1: And I'll accept any, you know, I'll accept Molotov cocktails when you, I'm on the street and you want to lob something at me. Go ahead.
3: Don't say that, <laughs> Bill Allred. do <laughs> will also even accept
1: th- regular cocktails.
3: I don't even know if I properly introduced Bill at the beginning of this. I think you did. did? Bill Allred, my daughter Jonesy, my son Festus. This is a Remain
0: Seated podcast.
1: I didn't get up once.
0: The stories of Southern black women are breathtakingly illuminated at Signature Theatre in a soaring musical based on the acclaimed novel and film The Color Purple. Featuring DC superstar Nova Y. Payton as Celie and the voices Frenchie Davis, The Color Purple is filled with jazz, gospel, and blues music, performed by a cast of 16 and a live orchestra. Bring the whole family to see this Tony-winning musical live on stage now through October 9th at Signature Theatre. Get tickets today at sigtheater.org.